I'm Andre Bella for Esoterica, a program about amazing things beyond the five senses. And this is just who are the bad guys? I've spent a lot of time trying to figure out exactly who the bad guys are. It's confusing. Like, what about drugs? Some drugs are legal and some are illegal. So the people who take the legal drugs are the good guys and the people who take the illegal drugs must be the bad guys. But who decides which drugs are legal and which are illegal? And then sometimes it changes because a drug that was illegal might become legal. And then there's your body that doesn't know anything about the law anyway. Well, maybe it's about where you buy the drugs. Lots of people sell drugs and the ones who sell the legal ones we call good and the ones who sell the illegal ones we call criminals. So if a drug dealer sells cocaine, an illegal drug, he's a criminal. But if a merchant sells alcohol, he's someone operating a legitimate business. So clearly we have a good guy and a bad guy. But wait a minute, which drug does the most harm, cocaine or alcohol? Statistically, alcohol is the more harmful drug. So morally, who's the good guy and who's the bad guy? The drug dealer who sells the less damaging but illegal drug or the owner of the liquor store who sells the more dangerous but legal drug? Perhaps they would both say that they're providing a substance that many people enjoy for recreational purposes and that it's everyone's personal responsibility to use these drugs in a way that's not harmful to them. So I guess neither one is the good guy or the bad guy. It's not easy, as the Bible says, separating the sheep from the goats. I wish it were simple. I want to know that I'm the good guy and those other people are the bad guys. And if they would just be more like me, the world would be a much better place. But of course, it's not like that. Look at our financial institutions, the criminal justice system or health care. We'd rather not see the bad guys there, even though all these systems have bad guys. And what about organized crime? Oh, that's really where the bad guys are. But I bet there are also some good guys there, and we sure don't want to see them. So I've pretty much exhausted myself trying to figure out who the sheep and the goats are. Personally, I've always liked goats better, but I think they're on the biblical bad guys list. But how are we going to make the world a better place? How are we going to get to the oneness that all spiritual leaders talk about if we can't get everybody to be good guys? Then I read something that stopped me in my tracks. It said, it's not about us and them. Whenever you find yourself thinking this way, you've disempowered yourself and you're not going anywhere. Wow, not going anywhere? That was just how I was feeling. So now when I find myself ranting about evil bankers or big pharma, I stop and remind myself that it's not about good guys and bad guys. It's about all of us figuring it out together. I remember James O'Day saying, all perspectives are honored and necessary. It's the necessary part that I find hard to take. You mean even the wrong, bad perspectives, uh, which would be anything different from mine, are necessary? But in my heart, I know it's true. Let me tell you a little story. I'm a teacher in a men's correctional facility. Recently, I found myself in an elevator with two of my students. One I know really well because I had him in class for two months. He's very intelligent and well-spoken, and when he wants to, he can look very intimidating, a practical skill I'm sure he consciously developed over time in prison. I like his intelligence and quick wit, and always enjoy exposing his good nature, especially when he's trying to be intimidating. This afternoon in the elevator, he puts on his most intimidating look and says, Andre, 
How does it feel to be in a closed elevator with two criminals? My mind stops. Think quick, Andre. But nothing seems to be happening in my brain until I'm reminded that it's not about me and them. It's about us. We're all criminals. Jesus said, let the one who has committed no sin throw the first stone. The elevator is descending, and then these words come out of my mouth. Well, as far as I can see, there are three criminals in this elevator. For a split second, he is completely abashed, speechless. Recovering his composure, I feel him politely tip his mental hat to me in a moment of profound respect and connection. The elevator door opens, and I know that I have won a battle with myself. I know that it's not about us and them. Maybe in that small elevator, I found a new way to begin telling that story. For Esoterica, I'm Andre Bella. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.